Welcome to the Persona MBA podcast, where we are asking the top questions on Persona. We have a great guest this week. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself and the show? Um, I'm Gabriel Alfer. Uh, I have a YouTube channel called Get Real MBA, where we talk about all things MBA related. And I'm and I'm happy to have you on the show. You're you're one of the top uh, podcasts and shows on Persona. And so I'm excited to kind of dive in. You have some great takes. And um, the in honor of Persona tradition, we're going to go ahead and ask you bacon, eggs, or waffles. Oh, this is a hard one. I like all three, but I think in the end, you can't go wrong with a waffle. And, and what, when, what A, do you, what do you like about waffles? And then B, what type of toppings do you typically roll with? All right. So this might sound a little weird, but the shape of the waffle, it matters. And, and so you say like square versus circle is what you're talking about here? So like, I like circle waffles, like like the toaster ones, like mm-hmm. Eggos or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You go wrong with that. You put a little maple syrup and it's perfect. Yeah. And, uh, and so just so just classic. So it's, it's you know, circle waffle, syrup. That's that's the perfect waffle for you. That's perfect. Oh, man. Yeah. The We've had a bunch of interesting toppings. I'm in your camp, which is just straight syrup. I don't really want to go too fancy with berries and whipped cream and all that stuff. I just I just I want some decent amount of syrup. And then I got to ask you on syrup strategy. Do you try to hit every square? Do you kind of just go a little bit like how, what's your syrup strategy for an ego? Now, I don't need to hit every square because that might be a little too much. But like if you go in like an S format. Then that works. Hmm. Great, great. I, I'm on your vibe. I would definitely eat that that waffle. And I've heard some bad, I shouldn't say bad descriptions, but some some I wouldn't grab uh, it from. So uh, I appreciate you going down that rabbit hole with me. So the first question, and this one's pretty brand new, so it's not quite trending yet on Persona, but it's one of the newer NBA ones. It's thoughts and reactions to Fred Van Fleet setting the Raptors scoring record of 54 points. Again, for people hearing that for the first time, 54 points from Fred Van Fleet. And he had three uh, sorry, 11 three-pointers made. Uh, so he set the Raptors scoring record. What are your thoughts and reactions to Fred Van Fleet's uh, performance? I think it's incredible, especially because I'm pretty sure Kyle Lowry did play. He did. He did. Yeah. So that, that just makes it better that like he wasn't like the number one option probably the entire game because Kyle Lowry was in. But he heated up for 11 threes, which I didn't think he could do. And not only was it the franchise record, which I think what makes it even better is that he just scored the most points for any undrafted player of all time, which is absolutely incredible. And yeah. I think, I don't know if he'll like get close to that number, like 25. I don't think he can be that consistent because he is pretty inconsistent. His game before this, he scored nine points. <laughs> so like consistency, but if he can like keep up 20 points per game, the Raptors could elevate to a pretty good playoff team. Yeah, I mean, obviously his performance during their finals run, you know, having a dependable person who could score in, in kind of crunch time, uh, he, he kind of thrived in. And obviously part of the reason he got a big contract. But yeah, 54 is uh, it's 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 next level scoring ability. And to your point, the streakiness there is is quite insane. And I love the fact that the kind of factoid that you dropped about the highest undrafted score. I think he broke Moses Malone's record of 53 points as an yeah. undrafted player, but what elite company to be in for a kind of a role player on the Raptors. So uh, I totally agree with you. Um, I was excited for him as, as a human being too. I mean, a guy like Fred and his journey to be able to score, you know, I mean, 
30 points, 40 points, let alone 50, uh, and then set their Raptors record. And it's not like they were like feeding him the ball every time to say, I mean, he, he got super hot, got some good buckets. He started scoring in the inside of the second half, like kudos, totally agree. Let's move to the second um, most popular recent. I remember speaking on. Oh, sorry. It was, Zoom was back. I'll go ahead and edit that. What were you saying? Oh, um, speaking of the topic, like not only that, but towards the end, at the end of the third quarter, I don't think he hit a three the entire fourth quarter. Like, I don't think he even attempted one, if I remember correctly. I didn't watch the game. But like to think that he was that close to not only breaking the Raptors record, the undrafted record, but the most threes in a game. He was three away from tying Zach Levine. And if he shot more threes in the fourth, he might have done it. Totally. But that's, that's kind of insane. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he really, I mean, he he wasn't out there trying to score as many points as possible. I mean, we've definitely seen some of those performances. I think obviously Russell Westbrook kind of comes to mind when I think of kind of stat chasing uh, he was just playing the game and they were trying to win. And uh, at the end of the game, I think they were up, you know, roughly 10 and he had got a, you know, easy bucket or two at the end. But to your point, he certainly wasn't out there just chucking threes in a, in a blowout win or a blowout loss uh, to try to pad the record. So it was, it was a true genuine effort. Totally agree. So let's move to the second most popular question on persona right now, which is, is Luca actually a good shooter? He's shooting about seven three-pointers a game, and he's only shooting 29%. He's obviously having a rough 2021 season. What, what do you make of this? Is, is he a good shooter? I mean, he's, he's a good shooter. He's not a great shooter. He's never going to be on that great shooting level. But he's not he's not a bad shooter. He's still averaging 27 points per game on those percentages, which is fantastic considering the fact that like the free pump ball is one of the most the most to put up, you know, 27 with those numbers. Like with those stats is insane. And if he can get those numbers up, they don't even have to be like above average or even average. Like if he can get those numbers up to like 32, 31, I think he can be one of the best players to ever to ever touch a basketball. Yeah, he certainly has the ability to create unique shots. And so I think you're right. He needs to have the ability to have threat from the three-pointer. It doesn't have to be lethal from the three-pointer, but you have to want to close out on him on the three-pointer and then make him put the ball on the ground. And like, that's where he's going to really, really thrive. But if you get in a situation, I think similar to Giannis right now, where people aren't even bothering to close out, just takes away a lot of attack vectors um, from your game. And so I agree with you that it's just a, it's a really tough spot to be if he can't get above, you know, a few more percentage points up totally by that. You made a comment that he might be, you know, the greatest player of all time, potentially. Um, you know, how, do you really believe that? I mean, do you think he has the potential to be, uh, you know, not quite maybe Jordan-esque, but I mean, in that conversation? I don't think he'll be in like the conversation for a GOAT, like the best, like not like where Jordan or LeBron is right now. But I think he can definitely be like top 10 player of all time if he keeps at it. This is his third season. He's already in an MVP conversation. Like, he's 21, I think. He's young. And with, like, the better health care and players being able to play more seasons, I think there's definitely an opportunity for him to be a top 10 player, to be a player at, like, Kobe's level or, like, Larry Bird's level. One of those players who's super, like, super good all time and, like, that for sure top 10, but not, like, top five or, like, sure. top two. 
Yeah, I appreciate you kind of going down the rabbit hole with me on that. Um, so I know you're a Knicks fan, and so I decided to pull one of the top Knicks questions on Persona, which was, uh, you know, Kevin Knox. I feel like if you're if you're you're a Knicks fan, you're going to get asked about Kevin Knox. So, how do you think Kevin Knox's career is going to transpire um, going forward? I mean, Kevin Knox. I think Tom Thibodeau just said that like he's out of the rotation, like out of the ten man rotation, which I think is not great because he had a good rookie season. He had a bad uh, second season, but his rookie season was good. I like Kevin Knox. I think it's too early to give up on him. This is his third season. So I think he's still got some juice left in his tank. I just need – I hope they can play him a little more so they can get him for a trade piece because I heard today that they might be selling, like, Julius Randle at the trade deadline. And if they do do that, if they're looking for a young star, Kevin Knox might need to be part of that trade, and it'd be better if he had a little more trade value to get – whoever they're thinking of going after, whether that be a point guard or not. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, yeah, if, if Thibodeau is putting him out of a, of a 10 man rotation, which is a pretty deep rotation as is, uh, and he's, he's not getting any performance. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's almost worthless from a, from a trade perspective. And so, yeah, that's a dicey spot. I mean, I'm sure there's a team out there that take a shot on him. I mean, there's a very small chance. It's probably, you know, sub 5% chance that he kind of is able to do a Christian wood where, you know, bopping around in the bucks and and then, you know, just basically shipped off for nothing uh, to Detroit. And then all of a sudden now we're talking about whether or not he should be an all-star. And so he certainly has the intangibles and the frame uh, in order to be a top player, maybe not top player, but a, you know, a starter in the league that contributes at at a high level. Um, And I totally agree with that. And I've said this on a previous pod is uh, unfortunately I was, I was in Vegas and I was watching Zion's uh, first uh, rookie game in summer league and, you know, Kevin Knox was out there and he was actually having uh, a little bit of an interesting night. And then Zion ripped that ball from him and dunked on him and then the earthquake. happened. <laughs> I think that'll be always forever seared in my brain, regardless of how good or bad Kevin Knox ever be. Uh, that memory always comes to mind when I, when I think of that player. Uh, so I appreciate you joining the show. And if you could go ahead and remind our listeners where to find your YouTube channel and the name of it. And uh, thanks everyone for listening as well. But Please let, let remind everyone uh, where to find you. So you can find me on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I think I'm on Google Podcasts um, under the name Get Real MBA. I'm trying to post more regularly. I know the post schedules are a little weird, but I'm trying to get pods and videos out more regularly. So tune in. And, and again, uh, on Persona, uh, he is one of our top users. So if you go to Discover and you click on Podcasts, he is right up there near the top almost almost every day, uh, and he's got some great, great takes, and he's all over it. So I'd highly recommend giving him a follow and checking out his stuff, and uh, appreciate everyone for listening to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much.